This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Very nice. Very nice is all I have to say. Seven o'clock on the nose, ladies and gentlemen. The first thing I hear this morning, the show has not even started, but the mics are up, the headphones are on, and the first thing I hear is Brittany going, You're welcome. I'm back. <laughs> really nice. I took a, I took a, I took a little break, but I'm back, <laughs> and I'm better than ever. <laughs> I'm 100% healed. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Yeah, no, there's no question. I was listening. <laughs> hey, Tom. Uh, is, <laughs> s- somebody hold me. <laughs> Man alive, I cannot shake this cold. I cannot oh, for the life of me. I had one for three weeks, and Catherine had one for three weeks. So it was six straight weeks. One of us was sick. It was just, it's, That thing hangs on forever. I don't know what the hell that is. I don't know. You know, these magnificent uh, medications they have now must not be working all that great. What do you think? Well, the problem is, so over the weekend, I did like nothing because I was like, I got to kick this cold. So like usual. Like normal. And I, but I was taking these meds and I feel like they put you in this weird haze. um, And I feel like they make you think you can talk and, and, you know, do things you probably shouldn't. Like we went on a walk and stuff like that. Because they really do, man. They take, they take away all sorts of feeling. <laughs> like oh, yeah. Everything. Indeed. No doubt about it. So, well, you're feeling better, though, it sounds like. Yes, I'm feeling a lot better. And I, I didn't feel that sick yesterday. I just couldn't talk. I just, every time I tried to talk, it hurt, and I coughed. And I was like, all right, this is not working out. Yeah, but you know what? I did tell Rudy to turn your mic off. That might have been it. That probably was it. You know. I just worked harder. I want you to do me a favor. I'm doing you a favor, actually. Obviously. Do not call your buddy, my daughter, Alex, today. Why? Because she was supposed to go on vacation today, and her dog sitter called her yesterday afternoon and canceled. <gasps> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Where were they going? Uh, a little quick turnaround four-day vacation to the, where the sun is shining. Oh. What's I, I don't know I guess I don't understand what the problem is. Do you guys treat your dogs like children? Are they supposed to be t- don't we just have somebody stop by once every uh. couple can't you find somebody? Well, well that's what we're talking. Well, they don't want them the dogs in the house overnight by themselves. I always say, yeah, okay. Have you guys seen like the puppy hotels they have nowadays? Christ, these, I dog, know. these dogs live better than we do. I know. Uh, you got it. Hey, I tell you, <laughs> Camp Bow Wow, baby. I know. That's all I have to say. We take a dude to camp. Oh, speaking of dude, by the way, dog problems? You got dog problems at your house? Uh, I walk out last uh, yesterday after the show, and there's a pillow sitting by the front door. I'm like, what's that all about? You know, Jude's been sicker than hell, too, right? Yeah. Our dog. Right. She said, do yourself a favor, do not turn that pillow over, just put it in a bag and throw it away. I'm like, it's a pillow. Apparently Jude had diarrhea. On the pillow? On the pillow. Okay. I guess it was like spray paint, too. It wasn't just... Okay. (laughs) Looks like a painter's radio. Exactly. That's exactly what it looks like. So things are really going well right now. So, yeah, I I was trying to work it out for... I I can't believe there's not not somebody she knows that can watch the dogs for a few days and stay at their house. How, How tough is that? I have no... I mean, I... When it comes to that kind of stuff, it's like... 
weeks out. I have that done weeks out, and she obviously does too. And so if they cancel, yeah. that's rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, t- I just told her to not even ask you, just dump your do- their dogs over at your house oh, and yeah. drive away. Yeah. You that have would, four dogs and a child. That'd be good. That'd be no big deal. It's not like Gogo literally r- crawls around the ground. <laughs> we we, we uh, took in my brother's dog for um, a week, and he's lovely. He's Bert. He's just, lovely. He's just awesome. But the problem is he constantly plays with Murphy. And so there's constantly was two dogs oh, playing sure. next to Gogo. And you're like, oh, God. Oh, God. Don't step on oh, them. You yeah. can't yell yeah. at them for playing. So it's just chaos. It is a lot of stuff going on in the world right now, and people are ill at ease. A lot of people are sick. I uh, I think what I've finally realized after after trying to figure it all out in my own noggin that I don't have to figure it out anymore. Um, my my basic position on everything now is leave me alone. Yeah. Okay. I don't care Democrat, Republican, man, woman, up, down. I don't care about your skin color. Leave me alone. Yeah. I'll be nice to you. You be nice to me. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Right? Unless you're going to help me watch my kid, then get over here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Then you could really. Have. But seriously, I think I've gotten at this point in my life, sitting back watching all the stuff that's going on, because my one prediction is, and I'm not going to talk about this a long time, because I've, I've, I've had it with talking about this kind of stuff. This thing now is never going to end. We've gotten to the point now where we're spending $200 million to go after a guy just because you want to go after a guy because he's your political opponent. You're spending taxpayers $200 million. I can't listen to it anymore. You're all nuts. Seriously. They're all crazy. They really are. Insane. I don't know who won. I don't know who lost. I didn't watch the proceedings. You know, whatever. I, I, I don't have a dog in this fight. All I know is, okay... So uh, I don't care which one of you it is. Just tell me, um, Tom, you're a horrible person. Tom, you're a horrible person. No, you are. True. There, that's what I saw on TV last <laughs> night was that. It's like, what are you, children? I know. You spoiled brats that we have running this country now. Ugh. But it makes me kind of happy because I feel like I've, been, I've had a chain removed from around my shoulders. Why is that? Because I just don't, I don't care anymore. I used to think, no, this is not, this is not what we need. Don't be doing this. You're doing it for money. You're ruining this. You're spending too much money. Your debt's too high. I, I just can't care anymore. Yeah. You're going to do what you're going to do, and I'm going to sit back. I'm going to enjoy my family my friends. Like I said, I left, you know, Puke Hole Central three months ago. I'm here. I'm happier than some bitch. And I think that's why I made the decision. I don't want to talk about this stuff anymore because it makes me sad more than it makes me angry. Yeah. I just, you're going to do what you're going to do. You're going to elect who you're going to elect. They're going to sue who they want to sue. But I got to tell you, and maybe the two of you can straighten me out, is this ever going to end now? Are they going to just go all the way? Let's dig up George Washington's body and sue him. I mean, is it going to be, is this ever going to end now, do you think? Uh, well, first off, George Washington should be sued because he was a son of a now, bitch see? with wooden teeth. Uh, see? Secondly, I had a conversation in Florida this past weekend. We were talking about global warming. Why we t- were talking about global warming, I don't and know. It everyone was, knows Florida is the epitome of... <laughs> the worst of, place yes. to have a talk about global warming. And somebody had asked me, uh, so... So do you not believe in global warming? And I said, well, no, I believe in I mean, obviously, we're humans on a planet. We're going to be making changes to the environment. Right, I just don't right. believe that it's as bad as what we think it is. And they said, well, you have to believe the science. And I said, well, yeah, I believe the science. The problem is when I was eight, the first time I watched network news, they told me there was a hole in the ozone layer. Yep, and it was getting right. bigger and bigger. And then <laughs> when I was 10, I never heard of the hole of the ozone layer. And I've nope. never heard about it since. So what happened? Was the, hose, oh, was the hole there? Was it not? And I watched people argue about it on TV and went, all right, well, you guys are all full of it. So I'm never going to listen to you. And I've stuck to that. I've stuck to my gun since third grade where I'm like, that, that, the hole in the ozone layer did me in. And then every time yep. somebody comes at me with whatever they want to call facts or alternative facts or whatever it is, I'm like, all right, well, then great. You'd go ahead and just believe what you're going to believe. And I'm going to go enjoy myself. And that's what they're going to do anyway. There's mm-hmm. no question. I, I like I said, I didn't. I, don't, I didn't have a dog in this fight yesterday. This whole thing on on the news and all the rest of it. But I mean, what, what I heard was either there's nothing to this. It's a ridiculous thing. This is ridiculous. Then you turn the channel. It's like, oh, they got him now. He's going to prison forever. 
I mean, they just they believe what they want to believe. And I suppose we do, too. We believe what we want to believe. I like facts, though. Facts are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me just put it this way. All you people out in D.C., you do what you do because I think you're 99% of you are complete pigs. And that doesn't matter. I don't care what the hell your political affiliation is. You people are nuts. There's no question. So I'm going to sit back, I guess, and, and just try to enjoy my life and not, I just can't care anymore. You've driven me to the point I just cannot care anymore. I'll do the best I can. And to answer your question, Rudy, one billion people in the Western Hemisphere, 7.5 billion in the Eastern Hemisphere. Why don't you go take care of that problem first sure. and then get back to me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, we were talking about the Trump thing last night, and uh, somebody had said, I was at Acme Comedy Company, and we were talking about oh, okay. uh, the whole thing, and somebody had said, can you believe that they offered that guy, like, to take the charges on the Stormy Daniel thing? And he said no, and then they they decided to charge him with 33 other felonies, and I was like, yes. yeah, it's like he didn't read a book called The Art of the Deal. You know what he should have right. done? Right. <laughs> There's a book out there floating around. I don't know if he's ever heard of it, <laughs> but maybe if he would have read it and passed it on to a few other people, he wouldn't be sitting in this position. But so, yeah. which, see, I don't even want to get into this because I don't have an opinion. Uh Half the people are telling me there's absolutely nothing to this. This is all ridiculous. And the other half is saying, oh, my God, we got him now. Uh, So what is it? Well, the most annoying thing is if you actually hate Trump, the worst thing you could have done to him is never talk about him and leave him alone and let him go, you know, pump himself up with his, you know, little crowds and, and let him like. And the fact is, Trump wants to stay in the headlines he wants us to talk about him so it's like he is such a narcissist that like this is not a bad thing to him necessarily like one question have you ever met somebody who was a president who wasn't a narcissist i've never met a president period (laughs) (laughs) to god these people think they're really special i will tell you that yeah of course Supreme beings or something. Look, like I said, you could hold up both of these. The top guys now, I guess, would be Joe Biden and Donald Trump. They're both arrogant narcissists. They're both very self-involved, and they both are hungry for power. I don't see a whole lot of difference between the two of them. I got to be honest with you. You know, mm-hmm. I just don't. It's like I want to. How about somebody? How about a middling thing where everybody gets along and you don't piss away our money by the billions of dollars? What do you say? Yeah. That seems extreme. It really is. So, so look, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't have a side in this thing. I watched it last night. Uh, I, I, I didn't watch the thing itself. I watched the re- reaction to it. I, I suppose is a better way to put it. People believe what they want to believe. They heard what they wanted to hear. You heard what you wanted to hear. You each took the parts you wanted to hear, and you didn't even pay attention to the rest of it. That's why we end up in such arguments over this stuff. Because you're only going to believe what you already believe. So what the hell is the difference? Why even bother? Mm -hmm. The only thing I'm taking away from this is I just... I don't see this ever stopping now. If this goes anywhere, and I'm talking about on either side... It's never going to end. They're going to be going after people, like I said, dig up George Washington, let's put him on trial. It's never going to end now because there's too much money involved. Mm -hmm. That's the big problem. You can make a lot of money suing people. If he does go to prison, I want a Netflix show called Orange is the New Orange. And it's just, Orange is the New Orange. That'd be a good one. <laughs> and it's just him. It's a docu-series of I'd him in the joint. I would watch that. I would See, watch that. See, now, I've not paid any attention to this at all. Is They're not talking about jail time for this, are oh, they? Are, I have no are idea. Are they? I have no idea. Well, you know, he has no prior criminal record. He has, but 34 counts. They did say that there is one charge that could give him a max of four years. But oh, that was right, really, yeah, that was like the big one that they were kind of thinking. But even then, like, I mean, with appeals and yeah. for how much, you know, a lot of these, and some of these I actually read yesterday, some of these charges stem back from, they exceed the statute of limitations. So some things that happened yes. back in 2016 only had a five-year window for him to be charged. Right. And obviously right. we've moved past that. So, like I said, I, if you're a big Biden guy, good for you. If you're a big Trump guy or you're a big Trump woman, big Biden woman, I don't care. Good for you. I, you know, as long as you don't shove it down my throat nonstop, I can get by. I can, I can make it out just fine. Just calm down. Like, everything right now is, I hate you. Well, you're spending a lot of energy hating people, man. I'd get, let me put it this way. 
Uh, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. My twins aren't going to go 162-0. Son of a bitch. Now that's something to be pissed off mm, about. Right there. Yes. Twins lost one to nothing yesterday. Damn good job by, by both pitchers, or all the pitchers involved, actually, to tell you the truth. The Twins were not going to win 162 games. I was pulling your tit on that one. But they might go 161-1. and one. What do you think? All sure. right. We'll yeah. accept that. We'll accept that. The, look, I, I, it's baseball season. I have got great friends. I love my wife. It's Passover tonight at sundown, so God bless you. That's wonderful. I'm not a Jew, but I see I can be happy for Jews because they got they got a the holiday here. It's mm-hmm. Passover at sundown. I'm not Jewish. How is it that I can support Jewish happiness? What? What? Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? I mean, Jesus, pal. It's Easter on Sunday. Did, uh, did right. you see the runtime of the Twins game yesterday? Mm-mm. 158 or something? One hour, 57 minutes. Wow. <laughs> that is, I, I'm on, I am such a baseball fan again. Oh, man. Give I me love them it. seats. I uh, love it. Couldn't I, agree more yes, with Yes. We always take like a Father's Day and do something. And one of the last Father's Day, we, we went to a Twins Brewers game at Target Field. Nice. And the game started at 1. And it was like 534. And I'm like... We're in the twelfth inning. I can't do this anymore. I, I'm cannot. so we have to leave. I don't care who wins. I just need to go home. I'm sunburned. I'm broke. <laughs> just want out of here, man. Like it was so long. Ah, so yeah. So I'm glad that the hour fifty-seven. Yeah, yeah I'll be buying a jersey for sure. I agree. I like the much shorter games. When those games got to be near four hours, some of them, it's like, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. Good God. But yeah, I did not uh, get get a chance to watch the game last night. It was really funny. We're at a, a hotel, so they, they you, it's blacked out because the Marlins never ever sell out their games. They just don't. They they hardly have any people at their games, which is kind of sad actually, mm-hmm. because I would have thought they'd be packed because a lot of you know Puerto Ricans and Cubans people, you know, pe- in general the people that I've known. Uh, Mexicans, Cubans, Puerto Ricans love baseball. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, you get a team from the from Puerto Rico or the Dominican Republic. Man, like those those kids know how to ball. They're like eighth oh, graders yeah. and they can throw yep. ninety seven miles an hour. It's true. So why aren't they supporting the Marlins? They've won two World Series. I mean, that's pretty damn special. Just like the Minnesota Twins. I just I don't understand. But but yeah. So the game was blacked out last night, and I said, well. Maybe I could listen to it. Uh, I'll just listen to the live audio. I tune in the live audio. It's in Spanish. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest. Mm-hmm. Tommy got blocked. But you know what? I'm happy. I didn't want to watch the Twins lose anyway, but I'm happy for you because you listen to the game in Spanish. I'm good for you, right? Mm-hmm. Aren't you happy for him? Yeah. Like, relax, everybody. Everything's cool. I love it. Now, what I'm about to do is the weather. At the beginning, it doesn't sound so wonderful and relaxing, but as usual on the on the Tom Bernard Show, we always end the story very well. You see what I'm saying? Of course. Ladies and gentlemen, very windy and cold with a few flurries, a high of only 37, falling to 30, though, by 5 p.m. It's going to be fifth At 5 p.m., it's going to be 30 and flurries on April 5th. There you go. Uh, tonight, very windy and cold. A low at, low at 22, and the wind chill is going to be 10 degrees. On Thursday, supposed to, uh, to be the Twins opener. They they already moved that to Friday, didn't they? I think, what I heard anyway. I think so, but mm. I'll double check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they moved it to Friday. Uh, Thursday, cold, mostly sunny, breezy with a high of 37. Now comes the good part. So today, tomorrow, not the greatest. But 48 hours from now... Friday, much warmer, mostly sunny with a high of 50. Saturday, warm with a high of 64. Yes. Sunday, warm with partial sun, maybe an isolated shower, but a high of 64 again. Thank God. Yeah. Woo! Now, it'll come and go. Don't kid yourself. I, you know, I was born in Minnesota, raised in Minnesota, lived in Minnesota 99% of my life. Uh, just because it's going to get up to 64 doesn't mean it won't drop down to 30 again. In the next couple of weeks. Take it easy, sir. <laughs> well, sir, true. Sir, I'm going to have to need. I'm going to need you to shut up. Step away. <laughs> Step away from the microphone, sir. That's hurting my. I feelings. understand. Well, you'll be fine though. It's going to be 64. It's going to be 50 Friday and 64 on Saturday and Sunday. That's magnificent. Wonderful. Great baseball weather. Your Minnesota Twins will be at home. Uh, I believe the games are now Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They were Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, but I believe they've already moved that one game to uh, Friday. Looking forward to that as well, as a matter of fact. 
Uh, we got a little baseball. We got things are looking good. Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. We'll take it. Now, again, Passover starts tonight at sundown. So, my favorite of all time, Baruch Atah Adonai, what's the matter with you, boy? <laughs> that doesn't mean much to people who don't know Yiddish or anything, but I heard a lot of Yiddish when I was a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. So, I, I just love that whole deal. Uh, what was the name of the band that did that song? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not going to like it, but it's, he's been around. And by the way, he's a nice Jewish boy, so you need to know that. Oh, no, what is it? There is a, a, a Texas country band, Nice Jewish Boys, and the name of the band is Kinky Friedman and the Texas Jew Boys. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, Kinky. Oh. I guess we got the ma- They're actually very good, too. Sounds like a Mad Lib. Right? It does, doesn't mm-hmm. it? But they've been around, God, they've been around for, what, 30, 40 years? They've been around a long time. And uh, what the hell is their big song? God, they had a, I'll have to think of it. They had a a very, very good band, very funny, really entertaining. But as you know, I grew up in a uh, pretty much black, Catholic, and Jewish neighborhood. So tonight, Passover at sundown. So God bless you. I miss living uh, living in the old north side, which I suppose anybody one year younger than me wouldn't even know what the hell I'm talking about. But... But it was it was great growing up in three different cultures like that. I learned a lot. So God bless you. Have a magnificent holiday season. You got Easter on Sunday. And that, of course, brings happiness and sadness to me because my children always loved Easter. Easter's a great holiday. So what did God do to me to make Easter not so special? Uh-oh. What? My mother died on Easter. Mm. Thanks, God. I really appreciate it. <laughs> You know, it's not about candy and eggs anymore, kids. It's about your dead mother. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think a basket is going to solve that one. That won't, though. But, you know, she... It makes me think of her every year, though. As soon as I hear the word Easter, I go, oh, my mom. I wonder how mom's doing. She's hanging out. Probably schmoozing with Jesus right now or whomever's in charge. It's got to be somebody in charge, don't you think? Yeah, I think I, that is kind of nice. It reminds you of her every year. It does. There's no doubt. And that, that is one thing. Yes, it was tough. But it reminds me, Easter reminds me of my mother every year for about a month before and a month after. And Not that I don't think of her all the time anyway. did You, you never did meet my mother, though, right? No, I didn't. I wish I could have. Yeah. The attitude of my mother and my wife is identical. I'm not kidding you. That's the one thing that I really noticed immediately about Catherine is, oh, my God, it's my mother in a much younger body. Okay. (laughs) I have have a really, (laughs) I don't know if this is an inappropriate question. So just be honest. Did they get along at first or butt heads? Well, you know, they they had to get used to one another. Okay. All right. I'm feeling this. And I'm not trying to be a smart ass or any of this stuff. But my wife is very pretty, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. she just is. So... My mother had a problem with that. That's like, why? Because it's like, Tom, isn't enough that she's got a good personality? You have to go for it. It's like, Mom, leave me alone. That is so funny and sweet in a weird way. Like, <laughs> it is, yeah. Because, you know, exactly. like when you say that both people are really, you know, they're, I, I, I've met Catherine a million times, you know. Right. They have got strong personalities, and you're like, okay, either they became best friends or at first they butted heads. <laughs> like, it's just exactly. a fact. They were not comfortable on, around one another at first. I will tell you that. Yeah. that. That part is absolutely true. They were not comfortable around one another. Uh, and it's, you know, Took some they time. had their differences, but they got along. Just yeah, fine. of course. I, I mean, adored of them. course. I adored them both. That's all I have to say. Right? Yeah, of course. Uh, and by the way, this morning, as I was coming into the studio, my wife, as I walked past her to kiss her, she said, well, no diary on the pillow this morning. So that was good. Romance is not mm-hmm. dead in the Bernard really home. She decided not to spray the bed sheets. Oh, my so that's good. God. I, they put him on some, you know, because he was sicker than some bitch, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They put him on this medication, so now he's got the squirts, which is not a great thing. But, you know. All right, we better take a break here. Getting around the corner. But, yeah, I, I, I think you're going to hear me... I've said this many, many times, and I've said it on the show, that I really am so happy to be on the show. I'm having a great time and all the rest of it. And Catherine and I were sitting there last night, and I'm watching this stuff going, and I said, I-, I can't let this stuff affect me anymore. I'm too happy. 
you guys elect who you're going to elect anyway. Good for you. You do what you want to do. I'm the happy guy. Leave me alone. Done. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Or just do what I do and just took a bunch of naps in the middle of the day and didn't even watch TV. <laughs> Ooh. No, I didn't, I didn't watch it either. I, I watched it later at night. Oh, perfect. To get everybody's spin on it. And again, uh, basically it was, you pop from channel to channel was, uh, it's 7.30. No, it isn't. It's 7.24. No, it is not either. It's 7.19. Seriously, they could not agree on anything. And I went, okay, that's it. That's a signal from, if there is a God... It's a signal from God that I just don't care anymore. Makes you sense. people are so far around the bend now, you can't be saved. Not that I was going to save anyone. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> that's not what I mean. All right, we've got to take a break. We'll be right back right after this Tom Bernard Show. Right now, my pillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Kath and I have them. As a matter of fact, listeners continually make this my slippers the number one selling my pillow product. And I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code, TOM, T-O-M, and do it, damn it, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out, trust me. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable. They're extremely durable, which is great. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square, grab a pair of the all-season slippers for $25, regularly priced at $149.98, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM for this incredible offer. These will not last long, so please order now. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. The last thing you think about after an accident is how your social media might be used against you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything or post anything online until you've talked to us. These days, it's natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted and taken out of context. That includes words and pictures. Don't give them any fuel. Hey, you'll have the rest of your life to share the trip to the lake or your new job, but you only have one shot at winning your injury claim. If you've been in an accident, don't wait. Schedule your free case consultation now with Bradshaw and Bryant. Visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw Bryant. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Uh, next couple of days, the weather's not going to be that great. But tell you the truth, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it's going to be 50, 64, and 64, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, yeah, today and tomorrow, not so great. Highs of only 37. So we'll get to the weekend. We'll be happier. Weather will be better. Spring's right around the corner. I know spring's been around for, you know, about three weeks already. But for us, it's only about two months away. June 20th, what do you say? We, we can hold on. We'll just hold on to June 20th. It actually is June 20th is the one day it's like from now on through the rest of the summer you can count on it. I mean, the, the weather's great to come and go for the next couple of months. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's not like it's going to be horrible, but it does bounce back and forth. and all. Every time you think, well, that's it, that's over, it's like, boom. Yeah. Man, I was in Montana June 5th, a year and a half, whatever, almost two years ago now, and I was trying to go up going to the Sun Road 
which was like the only reason why I went out there. And sure. we got we got halfway through Glacier, and a park ranger stopped us and said, uh, "You can't go up there." I said, "Why is that?" I said, "Well, because they just got six and a half feet of snow." Yeah. Oh. And I was like, "I was like, wait, wait a minute." I was like, "Where we're standing, it's like eighty-two degrees." He's like, "Yeah, but you got to remember, you're going up another like." 13,000 feet in ev- yeah. Uh, elevation. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, th- th- nice to know, like, some places have it just a little bit worse than we do. Yeah, that road, it's, my dad lives out over there, mm. and um, that road, they close, I mean, we out constantly, is it is the going to the sun road closed or an open? Like, it's, yeah. they close it constantly, because they have to. Wait a second. I told you, when I told you that, your father told me where he lived, and I was not supposed to tell you. <laughs> oh, that's true. It's <sighs> FBI protection. What are you doing? That's true. That's now true. all these people know. All right, fine. Said, don't tell Brittany where I lived. <laughs> don't worry. We're not, in, did. we're not in too much of risk of me heading out there. <laughs> oh, well. Uh. <laughs> is, is he hanging out with my dad? Is that what you're saying? I, I mean, my dad... <laughs> My dad is fine. He's fine. But we only went and saw him about once a year, and that was enough for everybody. But he's fine. Did he say, oh, Brittany, look, it's the pain in the ass. <laughs> he was is like, that what happened every year? Um, I'd, I would have been elated if he had, we had inside jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. You know, that's the one thing that, yet another thing, by the way. If you think you're the only one whose mom or dad treated him like crap or you're mean or you just never got along, if you think you're the only one, good luck to you. Yeah, my dad okay. and I used to play a game called hide-and-seek, and, seek, and uh, he is really good at it. <laughs> See? <laughs> but you don't sit around going, oh, I'm – yeah, it's not great. Don't get me wrong. The three of us did not uh, – I see a, a great deal of, uh, you know, closeness and love in the house – other than from one side, but uh, you're not the only one who's ever been through it. Relax. Everything's fine. Calm down. Right? Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize I had daddy issues until Rudy told me last week. We just randomly told me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll see. Well, I, I saw her swinging on that pole at the King of Diamonds. I was like, maybe you should talk sure. to your dad. Sure. <laughs> Get this out of you. <laughs> There's no question. I've gotten about 7 billion uh, requests for this, hmm. and I... And I'll tell I'll tell you the joke, but well, it wasn't a joke. It's was actually true. I was hanging out with my buddies, and my buddy who said this is now dead, unfortunately, died very young. But so I won't say who it was. But uh, we're going to St. Anne's. So I was in seventh grade, and it was uh, it was Easter Sunday, and we told our parents, of course, and it was a beautiful Easter Sunday. I should point that out. So we went to the park and played catch and played a little baseball, Sunset Park over there just on the border of Robbinsdale and Minneapolis. And um, he said, oh, God, that's one thing we got to do. Because, you know, I told my mother, because it's, you know, Easter tomorrow. It's actually, what, what's Holy Saturday? Isn't that what it's called, I think? No idea. I think it is. I think it's called Holy Saturday, the Saturday before Easter. So he said, we got to go over and we got we to pretend we went to communion. So we got to go over and get a couple of wafers and just, I said, well, if we eat them, how are they going to know we ever ate them anyway? No, it's just the fact I can't lie to my mother about it. I got, if I'm going to do it, if I'm going to tell her I had, I had, you know, communion, then I have to have it. I said, okay. So we go over there, and we're digging through, and thank God there was not a priest in the church. Because back then, churches were left open 24 hours a day. Did you guys know that? No idea. Mm-hmm. Yep, they used to keep churches open 24 hours a day so people like the homeless could go and sleep in there. But then they stopped doing that, and I don't know why. I guess probably because everybody stole everything, I would imagine. Yeah, when they start using those, like, uh, confessional booths as toilets, that's when it was time. Yeah. Problematic. Mm -hmm. I love that, too. There are, like, five toilets in the building, but I'm using the booth anyway. (laughs) But uh, so we get there, and I will never, the, the, I guess it's a bit ironic and disturbing. We go there, and we're kind of, he's kind of, like, pushing around the little hosts. You know, in the Catholic Church, you get a little host when you go to communion. And he's pushing around with his hands, and I said, what's the matter? And he goes, typical. All they've got left are the effed up ones. <laughs> Only he didn't say effed up. He said, mm-hmm. I'm like, we're in the sacristy in a Catholic church stealing wafers, and you're going to drop the F-bomb too? If we don't rot in hell today, I guess we never will. And we never did, so it actually was a lesson in life, right? Mm-hmm. There you go. That's how it should be. 
Uh, we've got some headlines today, by the way. I got. I'd like to get to almost all of them if we, <laughs> we possibly could. One headline, and this is the entire headline: "Stupid Plus." So we got to cover that story. Oh Wouldn't yeah, agree? Mm-hmm. for sure. I don't think there's any question about it. Um, egg prices are inspiring people to paint potatoes for Easter. That is bleak. I have a question. So how much is an egg now? What are they, like five bucks a piece? Well, I was just thinking about this the other day because I was at Target and I saw that egg. I mean, a carton of eggs was, for an 18-pack of eggs, it was almost $6, if not 7 depending that's on the all? style. That oh, the, For us, that's way expensive. Yeah, that's expensive for and, eggs. Uh, really? And recently I saw like an 18-pack of eggs was like three fifty again. And I'm like, how come, oh. how come we haven't heard about this? Like, why are they not? Because the egg price thing was such a big deal for about, yeah. I yep. mean, for like three months, it's all they did was talk about the price of eggs. And now that we're finally back down to decent egg prices. Uh, however, I'm not doing the egg coloring thing only because it's such a mess and such a waste yes. of time, I feel like. Yes. And I don't even care about the food aspect of it. It's just, it's so messy. And I, I'm glad my daughter is aged out of it. Yeah. I understand. No question. Yeah, because the reason I said that really is that because the last time I looked at eggs, and that was a long time ago, don't give me a couple of months ago, uh, carton of eggs was $11 for Christ's Whoa, sake. Whoa, man. Do not buy I those was, eggs. I was trying to think of where that was. I can't remember what supermarket it was in, but it was yeah, it was eleven bucks for. I think that was for eighteen eggs, though, not twelve. Sure, but I don't know, man. Eleven, almost a buck an egg. Are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> I know. The all these people that have urban chickens and they're like, oh, who's laughing yeah. now? I'm like, I don't know. You spent five dollars or five thousand dollars to build the chicken coop. I, I don't think you've recouped your money <laughs> and free eggs from the chickens yet. <laughs> That's so funny. That? Brittany, he went with recouped. Did you get that? Uh, Wait a minute. We can't move without having a... There we go. Thank you. Thank you very much. And then uh, we're going to go to Kristen here in a second. But one more headline. i got to get to this story this morning, too. I don't know what the hell this means. I need your help. Is a work wife appropriate? Millennials say no. Boomers say yes. What is a work wife? I don't even know what that is. That's like someone at work. You see, it's a very platonic relationship, but you're like close with them. You're like allies with them, good friends, and you call like you help each other out. It's your work wife. So my work wife would be Amy Daniels. Yep. Sure. Oh, for Christ. Oh, I for guess sure. So. Oh my God, I gotta go home. That's all. I have to say. <laughs> Although she does sound just like my mother. There you go. And you know, she got that raspy voice. Sounds a lot like my mother. There's no doubt about it. So I found out who my work wife is, and I haven't even done the story. Do you guys know who your work wife would be? Well, now the only option I have is Rudy, That's which I'll, I'll take him as a work wife. I'm fine with That'll that. That would be it. Mm-hmm. I could do but, worse. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of like somebody you go, yeah, we're allies, and you find yourself sitting next to each other at, like, the cafeteria. It's your work wife. So, like, would Ginny be my work grandma? Oh, God. I don't think she wants to be called. Yeah, I don't, know if you need to, I don't think she's quite there yet. Well, she's, only, she's only about 15 years younger than me. Yeah, so. I don't yeah, think yeah. she's going to love being called that. No. So She'll get over it. Oh, okay. I've called her worse things oh, over the go. years. I love that woman. God, we had... Since she, I've known her since she was a little kid, and then as a teenager, got to know her even better. And then we just, uh, I don't know. Like I said, she's just fun. And I, I look, I don't work for the Hubbards. We're partners in this deal, so I'm not like sucking up to the boss or anything. But I've always enjoyed her company. She's a very, very pleasant human being. Well, I don't do. You think? I do work for the company, and no, she's not your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. She'll probably Jenny call in. It's Grandma Eight Hundred. Oh God. No, I, I, matter of fact, I think she might be 18 years younger than me. I think, maybe. So, not only not grandma, not mother, not even shoulder to shoulder with me. No, there you no. Go. <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, we got, uh, got we got to break big news here, ladies and gentlemen. Here she is, the lovely and talented KB2, Kristen Burt. What's happening, sister? My work wife is my cat. <laughs> Well, see, there you go. Nice. There, there, see, that makes exactly. sense. I, actually, she's right here, too, today. So Aww. if you hear purring in the mic, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I've had a kitten. She loves, actually, every morning she's here in the closet with me. She loves you guys so much. She's oh, so see, cute. Sweet. She's got yeah, the best I, honestly, eyes. My cat is very sensitive to voices. So there's something about you guys that she runs with me in the closet every single day. So she well, should be flattered. It's a Cats good thing I'm not. 
it's a good thing I'm not younger because when I was younger, because you know I've been talking now for like fifty some years, so it's worn the voice out a little bit. But when I was in my like early twenties, I would talk like this because this is what my voice sounds. <laughs> it's like Jesus, I scared myself for Christ's sake. Here, what's kitty, kitty, on? kitty. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. So what's happening, sister? All right. I want to update everyone on the Alec Baldwin case because a a lot of big news actually happened in the last couple days, but there's been so much other noise that I think it just got kind of got skipped over. But I think that this is really interesting because what it's going to do is I think it's going to change the Alec Baldwin case itself. So the safety coordinator, who was also the assistant director, David Halls, he plead, uh, he got a plea bargain and, um, for um, involuntary manslaughter. So he got a $500 fine. He, got, he has to complete a gun safety course and 24 hours of uh, community service along with six months probation. But he also has to testify in any upcoming trials, meaning Alec Baldwin and Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, who was the armorer on the set. What I think is interesting in all of this is that he admitted that he was the last line of defense. He was the guy that checked the bullets um, to see if, you know, before he handed the gun over to Alec Baldwin. He said he only checked one round. He did not check all of the rounds. And that was the biggest deal in this case because right after he handed the gun, Alec Baldwin went to practice and that's when the shooting occurred. So if you look at sort of like the the chain of command and what happened here, it went from Gutierrez Reed, the armorer, to Halls, who checked it and then handed it to Alec Baldwin. I have a feeling that Alec Baldwin's case will wind up kind of falling apart because he it's not his responsibility to check it. He's assuming that those other safety checks happened. He went to rehearsal and then the shooting happened. Wow. Man. I think that's a. Do you think that's a bombshell, or is it just me? Yeah. Guess who's going to be getting a giant ham every Thanksgiving for the rest <laughs> of his life from Alec Baldwin? Wow, that's incredible. It's unbelievable in this situation, and you have to understand that uh, both Gutierrez Reed and Alec Baldwin have uh, pled not guilty in the case. He's got a two-week hearing coming up May third, but if they are convicted, both of them stand to serve eighteen months in jail. Ooh. Wow. That's a lot. I don't think Gutierrez Reed's going to be able to escape these charges, uh, given that she is in charge of all of the arms on the on the set. Yeah. It is her set. It is she's supposed to be responsible for all of the firearms. But um, and of course, this was this tragic death of Helena Hutchins. She was the cinematographer, and the director was also um, wounded. And they are continuing. Just a reminder: they are continuing this shoot. Uh, they're yeah. going back to set in Montana a little later this spring. Oh, man, I don't want to see anybody go to jail. But if there is any sort of God out there who is willing to put this into motion, to have Alec Baldwin and Donald Trump share the same prison cell. Oh, <laughs> how amazing would that be? Rudy, I yeah, we just talked today. about not doing that. And there he goes and does it anyway. <laughs> I know. Jesus Rudy, Christ. I saw a headline today that said, uh, <laughs> you know, Alec Baldwin's favorite pal, Donald Trump, you know, was indicted before he was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so great. That's funny. Yeah. People. So funny. But here's the weirdest thing about this entire case. The sentencing of Hall happened on the 30th anniversary of Brandon Lee. If you guys remember, oh. he was, is that weird? Yeah. He was martial arts legend, uh, Bruce Lee's son, who was killed with a 44 caliber slug on the set of The Crow. Hmm. Man. I remember. Weird timing on all of that. Yeah. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I know. Yeah. We talked for an hour about steering away from politics, and the first thing he does is go right back to politics. Uh, well, listen, Way to go, pal. I said I wanted to see him. <laughs> I, I didn't talk about politics. I wanted to see a... Oh, no, that wasn't political at all. I want to see a buddy <laughs> prison movie. I'm just trying to get uh-huh. the studios... Listen, I, it's the year of the remake. I'm uh, saying let's throw a little fresh blood into the water like and it. make something that, that everybody wants to enjoy. It's you a could, reality this, show. This might be the thing that unites us. I'm just saying. You could pack uh-huh. a theater at amc southdale with everybody who wants to see this go down this is a great opportunity let's not make lemonade out of lemons and let's be honest too rudy just got to it what five days before snl did a skit on it so you're oh, did welcome they? no uh, i'm saying no i'm saying oh. they will be oh they will you be. Got ahead okay of it. yeah okay thank you because yeah. you know that's gonna be a skit <laughs> sure yeah, yeah. it will mm-hmm. 
But Brit, don't you think that's a reality show instead? I would watch. I would. I think I would be able to watch one episode and then go. I think I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Two blowhards. <laughs> Two very <laughs> yes. Yes. In the jail cell. <laughs> hmm. Uh, did you see the new Barbie trailer yet? That was uh, yeah. That's been on my list too to talk with you guys. I have to say that the Barbie trailer yesterday, it, it, it was probably the most unhinged thing because the Barbie trailer dropped right around the same time that Donald Trump's arraignment was happening. So if you were on social media, especially Twitter, it was a chaos of Pepto Bismol pink, and uh, you know, and then of course all the news outlets trying to capture it, it, Donald Trump's SUV going through the streets of Manhattan. I think the Barbie movie is going to be a huge hit because it hits all the right notes as they're in on the joke. Yeah. And I think that's so perfect. I was telling Brittany, I have a friend of mine who's in the movie who plays a police officer. And he was on set and he texted me and he said, I'm on the Barbie movie and I'm telling you right now, everyone's going to think this is dumb. It'll be the biggest hit of the summer. I was going to say he's going to be in a pop culture moment. He's going to be a big, huge part of that. It comes out on July 21st. And like a lot of movies these days, they're saying only in theaters. So they're trying to get you back into the theater to go and watch it. But remember, that window is only 45 days now before it winds up on streaming. But if you want to see it right when it comes out, July 21st. But I think it's going to be great counter-programming to all of the franchises out there. This will be a Mission Impossible summer. You know, we'll have some Marvel movies. But... This will be fresh and exciting, at least to me. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to go see this in theaters. Um, I think we need to get Tom in some type of Barbie merch, like oh. a little, like hot pink number. Come on. I th- Yeah, Tom. Why not? No, I want to see Barbie and Biden go to prison together. Well. <laughs> That's what I want. You're, we're, we're working on that. Jesus, Palomino. <laughs> Unbelievable. Listen, we'll get you some Ken-style dolphin shorts. We'll get yeah, you. you we'll get Brittany done up like Barbie. Thank you. And yeah, why not? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it would be perfect if you do a promo with your show. I would love it. Yeah. I'm, it looks iconic. And, like, um, it looks hilarious. I mean, the clips they have. We were talking about this, too. And, like, who is this made for? And Rudy was saying, like, we are the demographic and how fun that is. It looks so fun. Yeah, so and Margot Robbie it? plays Barbie. You have Ryan Gosling playing Ken. And you have Will Ferrell playing the president of Mattel. And so I love that Mattel is actually, like, in on the yes, joke. Yes, totally. Helen the narrator. I mean, like, this thing is, like, stacked with cameos of A-list actors. So what is the movie about? It's literally about the Barbie world. <laughs> what and is that? if you watch the trailer, you will see, like, it's, it's a bunch of, like, joke after joke after joke of, like, what happens in the Barbie world that we've all grown up with. Um, like, everybody's named Barbie, whether they are... <laughs> Whether they are white or black or Hispanic, um, the Kens themselves, uh, you know, they talk about how they're not anatomically correct. They don't know what happens if you go to the Barbie dream house. Like, what are you going to do with Barbie and Ken alone? (laughs) (laughs) When you smash them together as little kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It is. You know what it reminds me a lot of? It reminds me a lot of the Brady Bunch movies when they did those sort of remakes. Very funny. You're all in on the joke. You all get the jokes. This is something that everyone across the board, because even if you're a guy and didn't play with Barbies, your sister had Barbies and you probably like, you know, cut off their hair with them or hid them or put them in inappropriate positions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does have that like Lego movie feel as well. You know, like you're you're, there's a there's a lot of little jokes and a lot of there's not a gender this is assigned to. It's super fun. And merch, merch, merch. That is, it's going to be an explosion of merch yeah. at Target and all, and all the toy stores. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Uh, so, are these people? Li- is this a cartoon? Are the people live playing Barbie? Live and whatever? action. Live what action. Live Tom, action? Okay. your homework tonight is to go and watch the Barbie movie trailer, and report back tomorrow morning to me. I can do that. You can do that it. It's only like problem. two minutes. I'm not taking up much of your time. So, yeah. so I, where do I go to get it? I'll send it to you right now, bud. All Perfect. right, thanks. Yeah, yeah. right there I on YouTube, watch the on trail. social media, if anyone hasn't watched it. If anyone's following me on Twitter, I retweeted it yesterday, so you'll see it in my feed because it really, Barbie is a moment. Barbie is going to, it's going to be Barbie Pink Summer. Works for me. I, I don't remember my sister ever playing with Barbies when she, she's a couple years older than me, so maybe I just missed out on it. Hmm. 
I had well, the Barbie house. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That was like All a right. big deal. Behave, young lady. We'll talk to you tomorrow, and I will watch that trailer before tomorrow. I promise. All right, I'm checking your homework in the morning. Yes, yes, ma'am. We'll get it done. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, KB. I got KB1 and KB2 running my life. It's magnificent. Nice. No question. We shall take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes. Tom Bernard Show. The warmer weather is just around the corner, I promise. If you want the best lawn on the block, you've got to go with my friends at ProTurf at Minnesota Lawn Care Company since 1982. ProTurf has service techs with over 20 years of experience who service the same route, so they get to know your lawn. We'll customize a fertilizer and weed control plan that is environmentally safe, guaranteed for superior results. Schedule a free in-person lawn care analysis and estimate at professionalturf.com. And if you're looking to landscape or maximize your outdoor living space this summer, ProTurf has that covered too. ProTurf will work with you to design your landscape project using digital photography and imaging. So that'll work. That's the imaging software. You know what we're talking about here. So you can uh, see how it all will look in full color before the work even begins. ProTurf specializes in installation of trees, shrubs, perennials, mulch beds, rock, and sod for your landscape designs. Plus, installation of concrete pavers or natural stone patios, fire pits, driveways, walkways, retaining walls, and water features like ponds, streams, and rock fountains, and more. Cut out their work. You can, all you have to do is check it out at ProfessionalTurf.com. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation. Consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income. My home, my car, I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the calls would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like, uh... One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-783-8055. That's 800-783-8055. 800-783-8055. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.